You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome back to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I am your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Oh, happy Monday, guys. Yes, we are back. And refreshed. Had a month off. Did you enjoy your, your break? Well, sure. I mean, it's been insanely hot as i'm sure most of the world has been and um i've still been working and doing the normal the normal thing the only difference is just sleeping later in the morning Mm -hmm. one day a week for (laughs) a couple (laughs) of weeks you know right so i wish i had some fun story about an amazing vacation i went on or anything like that uh but no no just ended up doing some work and uh Started doing uh, some more videos on YouTube. You want to check mm-hmm. that out? Some Beat Sabering and all that kind of stuff. I had my community asking me, like, why aren't you uploading this to YouTube? I would totally be watching this while I'm doing other things. I'm like, all right, all right, fine. Yeah. It takes like 10 minutes to, to record one, whittle it down, and then throw it up there. So I was like, all right, I hear you. I'm fine. I'll do it. Why not? So, yeah. How was your break? I mean, it was pretty good. I've been uh, equally as busy trying to maintain... Uh, various videos, trying to get other projects off the ground, all that stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm a busy bee. I can't help it. I, I need to kind of keep moving, motivated. Uh, idle hands, stuff. as they say, yeah. right? You know. So. I mean, to to kind of go ahead and just let everyone know, hopefully this week uh, you'll get to see some stuff on my YouTube channel, uh, some bonus content that uh, I won't spoil right now, but You'll get to see, hopefully tomorrow, you'll get to see the beginning of that, and it'll last for several months. Well, I say several months, several weeks. Let's just say that. Weeks. We'll start there. We'll start there. Yeah, Yeah. weeks. And then we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, And I do, I I think I want to go ahead to and kind of say this. We haven't really promoted this per se, uh, I know I did a little something on the Twitter earlier in the year about uh, the animated series that we've been talking about doing, mm-hmm. Super Mega Crash Adventures. Yeah. I think I'm going to go ahead and say it'll probably be a 2020 release okay. just based on the amount of work that goes into it, how long it takes me to get one done, but I'm also trying a different approach to maybe hopefully push that along faster. Like expedite the process each time. Yeah, yeah. because... It's normally the way we've done the last two, and we <clears throat> we do have two in the bank right now that mm-hmm. are done. So, and I'm sure 
many people out there are like, well, why don't you just release them? Why, why can't we watch them now? Because well, I want you to, to anticipate the next episode coming the next week. I want you to have, have a, a, several weeks worth to be able to upload at yeah. a time. Yeah, exactly. So like how TV world does, guys. Exactly. I want I want people to out, know, you know that it's going to be there waiting for them. You know, a specific date, specific time that you can catch these episodes when they come out like we did with man cave mm-hmm. but um i want to i want to make sure that we got a good library set up uh i might actually do more episodes than i originally planned but that's i don't want to say that for sure yet it just depends on what i can get written down and that's mainly the process is making sure we've got scripts a plenty because recording the audio is going to be the easy part it's the animation that's yeah. that's the tricky part so hopefully we can get it worked out, recorded, all that stuff, and then we can get it to you by next year. I really wanted it to be this year, but I just, I the timetable just doesn't look promising. Okay. So yeah, and I don't want to disappoint. I don't want to promise anything and just be like, ah, here's here's a hack job. Here's here's halfway. I want them to be good. Yeah. No. And and they. I mean, if anybody saw that the that very first intro one, I thought it, it was great. It was fantastic. So. You'll you'll want to subscribe and be looking out for those. They're they're a lot of fun. But uh, I will kind of go ahead and give uh, a little incentive. Maybe mm-hmm. is if you want to go see the two right now, you can do that on Patreon. Uh, I will be posting them on Patreon as they are done, and for a nice five dollar donation, you can see the episodes as they are completed. So there's yeah. your little incentive. If you want to you do want to that. see them early, mm-hmm. get some early access. Yeah. There you go. So uh, it's been a month. What have you been playing? Oh, man. That, obviously, the only thing that's going to stick to my brain is the most recent thing, because who knows what all I've actually been playing over the <laughs> last month. But I've been uh, been uh, plugging away through Judgment. Oh, I think yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. about two, maybe three chapters left. I'm kind of proud of myself that it looks like I might actually finish a game of this length for the first time in probably since I was a teenager. I don't even know. <laughs> like usually games this long over the last like, I don't know, seven or eight years. It's just it's too hard for me to keep my eye on the prize and, and keep moving through with so many other games coming out that I want to get my hands on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I mean, it's fantastic. It really is. It's exactly what I expected it to be and more. And if you've ever played any kind of Yakuza game, then they play exactly the same as far as the combat style and how you move through the world and the mechanics. Um, And then, of course, the added um, investigative uh, parts of it that's not in the Yakuza games. Because I know a lot of people wanted to explain it as Yakuza and Ace Attorney had a baby. Mm. Yeah. so you do have the investigative aspects of it. Um, you don't have the courtroom scenes, which I think maybe some people thought you would. I wasn't sure. Kind of hoped there would be, but I'm not disappointed that there isn't. Like, it hasn't right. taken away anything from me. Like, they do have scenes where you're in court, but you're not going to be interjecting or producing evidence or doing that whole thing like you do in an Ace Attorney game. Like, they just, they they have the scene. You watch it play out. Um but it's fantastic, so I'm close to getting it done. The side quests are just ridiculous in the best possible ways. I have laughed so hard at just the the ridiculous nature of some of the things your character just gets themselves caught up in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also done the dating scene. 
Um, nice. I do have to say the very first, I don't know if they call him a waifu or whatever that, that you get presented in the game. Uh, <clears throat> your character Yagami is 35 years old. And the first one you get is 19. There is no problem with that age gap in my mind whatsoever. My problem was presented in the fact she looked 12. Okay, yeah. And I, I couldn't get over that just for myself. So I did enough of the dates and everything because apparently you can get an achievement for at least just getting to the point where they confess their feelings and then you can decide whether you actually want them to be your girlfriend or let them down gently. Um so I, I got it to that point and, and let her down gently for, for the achievement um, and then started dating um, a 29-year-old who actually looks at least in her 20s. So And then the other one that was coming around too kind of looked way too young. So I don't know if that's just a blessing that their culture has, that they just look youthful until they're not, of course. you know sure. it's, I feel like they look... 20 until they're like 60 and then they look 2000 I don't know there's like no real in between there you know what I mean like it's just this huge jump so a blessing for them I guess um but it's just my own personal hang up so I decided to make Nanami my girlfriend because she she was just looked uh older you know <laughs> just for sure, my own sure. uh you know just for my own um but the the storyline man alive it it gets gets pretty sad and it's gripping and it just there's all the emotions man uh but i recommend it man i recommend it i really wish um it would have came out on pc of course being a, mm-hmm. a pc fangirl um even though they've not said that it will never i think they still have said like it, we're not taking that off the table so it would probably still be a year or so from now i would imagine if that is yeah. even the plan for right now since a lot of the yakuza games have been getting ported over and quite well they, they've been playing really well on the pc um, so, so we shall see. So if you're, if you're wanting to play it and there were any reservations about how fun or anything it is, don't, don't hesitate. If you, if you've got the money to spend, just go ahead and pick it up. You're going to have tons of fun and there's lots of content. You won't be sad like at how it. much you have to do. There's so many side quests and you make friends with different people in the different shops around town, which is to your benefit as well. When you start having all the fights on the street, um, there's just so much to do. I've been having a blast and I, I'm just so close to finishing it. I feel like I got to I want to keep on keeping on, man. I hope that you can continue to play after you've beaten it so I can go back and do the rest of the side quests because I've been dedicating it to my stream. But mm-hmm. I've been telling people on stream, I'm like, I'm only going to stick to the main story right now or else I, this will be the only game I play for the rest of my life. Sure. It's just how <laughs> I feel because there's just so much side stuff to do. And each side quest will have five or six parts, you know. Um, so, oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm stoked. And I picked up Corpse Killer. So I haven't started that one yet. The remake from the mm-hmm. 90s FMV that just came out. Um, that's going to be next week. So we'll probably be talking about that one next week on how I enjoyed yeah. how they remade it. Excellent. Yeah. How about you? You've probably had so many. Oh yeah. Uh, I've, I've broke <laughs> I down should have wrote notes stuff. about all the stuff, but now uh, there's going to be a lot. Okay. But mm. don't think just because I'm listing a lot of things that I've dedicated all of my time throughout an entire month playing these. Some right. have been like little time here and there just a little taste mm-hmm. here and there so we'll, we'll go through the list um finish spyro 3 so the entire okay. spyro trilogy is is complete in the can uh, i don't really know which one i could say was my favorite out of the three because one kind of eases you in 
two changes some things and then three kind of works off of everything that the other games did but I don't know I mean there were some things that bugged me like the the swimming I may have mentioned that before the swimming I just don't like water levels in most games (laughs) yeah because the the camera has to follow you and it's oh god swimming I hated it but I got Mm -hmm. them all done I got them all done I think the last time we spoke I was trying to platinum two and it was all because of some stupid you gotta fly through and and hit all and I was just so mad at it (laughs) Okay. But again, I stepped away from it, came back, boom, done. So done, that's yeah. all you got to do sometimes. So I did I did accomplish that. Um, then I played a game that I think I must have picked up through the PlayStation uh, Plus program because I don't okay. remember buying it. I, don't, I can't even think of a reason I would have bought it. Uh, it was called 2064 Read-Only Memories, and it's kind of a text-based game okay. where... You essentially just kind of go through a story uh, in the future about robots and and, uh, not only just robots kind of trying to find some form of uh, sentience in the world, like they are people, but there are people in the world who have had um, genetic modifications done where they're animals, like crossbreeds, and they use these ideas in the story because it's really it's mainly story based. I mean, it's it's heavy story based, and they use this idea of you know robots aren't people and, and people who have genetic modifications are are inferior or they're they're wrong. It's it's unnatural and it's really works on some social political level of what we go through now. You know, mm-hmm. and how people are treated. So I'd say, like, the people who are animal-human uh, hybrids are kind of the stand-ins for transgender people. Because yeah. it really plays off of those ideas where people are just like, they're not human, they're not normal. And they, they really play off the story for those characters. So I was really impressed by that. And yeah. it was just something I thought, well, let's see what this is. I don't, I couldn't remember. And there were actually some voices in there that were very familiar, not just uh, familiar voice actors that you hear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that there were other voice actors in the game who do other things, but I couldn't tell you who they were right offhand. But yeah. the, what what picked it where I picked it up on is one of the characters. I listened to him and I was like, "Holy shit, that's Jim Sterling!" And sure enough, it was because he oh, has. Yeah? He has a very distinct voice. Oh, yeah, so he does. Like, so I was like, oh, my God, that's <laughs> yeah. him. So I looked it up, and there was, like, this list of, you know, different... They they seem to be internet people, like YouTubers and yeah. stuff like that. So there may have release? been people on there that are popular that I don't know. But uh, it was a good story. I would recommend it just for that, if you're kind of into that sort of thing. Text-based really is, is where it... I'd say that's the proper... Uh, description of that type of game. Uh, did a little Do you VR. know when it released? I think it was two years ago, two or three years oh, ago. Okay. It's been out for a while. I just felt like I would have heard him mention it, but if it's been that long, then I well, don't see, follow I, him super close. It kind of depends on the topic he's broaching that day. Yeah. Well, see, when, when I heard his voice in there, it it's like it triggered something. I was like, did he mention this before? Right. Because it, it's like it... it, it work something up in my brain. I was like, I think I remember him saying something about being in that game and where he had to be uh, objective in a different way about the game because he was in it. 
Like he yeah. was using it as an example, but I could not, I couldn't place it. But yeah, I'm sure he has. I just, it's been a while. Right. I know that for a fact. Um, but I also dipped my toe into the VR realm again. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to play this really awesome VR game called Spider-Man Far From Home VR. And if you ever played the Homecoming VR simulator, it was... I feel like I dis- did. It was disappointing as far as I was concerned because all you did was stand on a rooftop and web yeah. stuff. And it was just like, ah, okay. But this one, they take it a step further and they allow you to web swing. And oh my God, that is amazing. You know, I, and I will I, say this. Would I throw up? I don't think so. I didn't feel like, <laughs> no, I felt like I was just like, like I'm oh getting my God. to the point now where I could do like the normal movement for a little bit, you know, yeah. other than the locomotion or whatever. Um, but I feel like swinging, I don't know. Hmm, I, I, I mean, I didn't feel at any point like motion sickness. You know, like in some games I've, I've had that to where the mm-hmm. movement and the motion is just like, uh, you know, this, I didn't get motion sick once. So okay. I felt like the, the ease of it all was perfect. So they, they leveled it out quite right. Now, in saying that, I also got to try my hand at an HTC Vive, which uh, belongs to my oldest daughter's boyfriend. We happened to go visit them one day, and he was like, hey, do you want to try this out? He's got this awesome setup, one whole room dedicated to VR. And I wasn't, I'd, I'd never played, you know, PC VR, so I didn't realize how it worked. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm kind of with you now. I want a PC VR because that was yeah. pretty badass. Like, you, I think that's the only reason why, I like, going back to the PlayStation, where I'm like, where all of a sudden all of its flaws and tracking just start to become so much more evident. Yeah, you know, yeah. when you're like, not only when I mean precision is just there. Yeah, yeah, and and I felt more free to move around than mm-hmm. I did in PSVR because PSVR you've got one direction. Here I could turn around, I could move, I could probably has sensors set up all around. Right? Yeah, he had he had yeah. one in each. Well, I think he had two, but there was one in each adjacent corner. So I mean, it it mapped me out completely. So I just I felt free the way I wanted to in VR. So I was like, oh, okay, I, I get it now. I really yeah. do. But with in saying that I played that Spider Man game. He downloaded it while I was there. So I got to try not only the PlayStation version, but I also got to try the PC version. And I did, I could tell a difference. Probably a huge difference, yeah. It, it felt more open. Well, I, I, I really don't know how to describe it. Like, I, I never felt like I wasn't in the city on the PlayStation version, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the depth seemed much deeper. Because sure, when yeah. I went leaping off the first building, I was like, oh, my God. Like, the size of the buildings seemed so legitimate more than they did on the PlayStation. I don't know and why. And you have the Pro, right? Yeah. So, well, I don't I mean, know why. A, a PC is probably going to be able to still render that at a much faster pay- rate. Because, I mean, is it the Vive Pro? Or, I mean, not that it matters, but I would, I I would, would imagine he has to have a pretty souped-up PC oh, also. Oh, yeah. If you saw his rig, I mean, it's, it's definitely not just something you pick up out of the store. He's got right. some custom-built machine. But whatever whatever it was, I felt more immersed in it because it was like, oh, my God, the building seems so enormous. And they did there, but there was just 
the depth of field or something was different because everything seemed much larger. I felt yeah. more like I was swinging through New York than I did before. And there's even a combat section in the game, and I got to do that, and that was so much better because yeah. I could move, I could turn. With the PlayStation, you have to hit a button to turn around, and that's you, you can't. Well, do yeah, that. because there's nothing to uh, track behind you. Yeah, so it was it was so much better. Oh my god, I loved it so much. So yeah, I get the I get the the PC VR thing now, and he mm-hmm. he allowed me to play a few other games, but I can't remember right offhand what they were. But it was just to kind of give me a sense of what they were, and you know, just a random assortment of different things. But they were fun, yeah. Whatever they were, um. I decided to skip Castlevania 2 <laughs> since I lost interest in it and uh, went straight to Castlevania 4 and just sat down one Saturday and said, I'm going to I'm gonna play this. I'm going to beat it. And I did within an hour, maybe, because, you know, oh, wow. shor- yeah. shorter game. Sure. Uh, then, dear, while the time we were off, uh, PlayStation Plus uh, released, surprisingly to everybody, Detroit Become Human for free. Yeah. So I, I already have the game, but I'm I'm happy for those who are getting it for free. Yeah. It's a great game. I got I've I'm halfway well, I don't want to know if I want to say halfway through. I'm I'm in deep. You know, like things are happening. Mm-hmm. You know, the the shift is starting to occur, but uh I, I lost time, you know. I I It's an put investment. It, yeah, I put I put it down for a bit and I was just like, well, I'll have to get back to this at some point. And I think the reason I haven't continued playing it is because uh katrina was kind of getting into the story and i don't want to play it without her so she can kind of watch the story i get too it because yeah the story the hubs used to do that for me quite a bit too where i'm mm-hmm. like well now you're not allowed to play it when i'm not home so right. <laughs> i mean the story is yeah. that engaging so you yeah it really is <clears throat> uh then i also got the the other game that i've really dedicated my time to like out of all these games this is the one i really put a little bit more time into but again it's been a while since i've actually got to sit down and continue playing it was psychonauts which is an old game from playstation 2 days but they allowed it or upscaled it to playstation 4 or whatever and the reason i wanted to play it to begin with was double fine was behind it and they're a great Mm -hmm. you know developer i love a lot of their games and I wanted to see what this was all about, considering there's a sequel coming out that I probably won't get to play since, you know, Double Fine is now owned by Microsoft, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, uh, it's a really fun game, but it definitely has its PlayStation 2 flaws. Mm-hmm. So it can be frustrating at times. You're just like, God, yeah. you know. You forget how, how, how much it's improved over the years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, until you're going back to you're like, oh, wow, how did I do this? Yeah. Yeah. But it's been fun. I mean, beyond that, I mean, you can kind of work through it. Uh, It's been fun. And then the last thing that I probably spent a little bit more time playing just because, you know, mobile is Dr. Mario World, which is the mobile Dr. Mario game, which I've gotten stuck. Like they've the the puzzles get harder and harder. And I don't want to say harder in the sense of, look, I appreciate a challenge, but damn it, you know. You're you're throwing a lot at me and expect me to do a lot within, you know, very little that you're giving me. I don't know how to get past this one level. I really don't. I've played yeah. it several times and I'm like, I'm about to de- just delete this game off my phone. <laughs> just rage quit it. Yeah, because it's just like how 
I've tried so many times, and I don't. I always run out of pills. I have like two or three viruses left, and it's like, well, you're out. But if you buy some more sure, with some diamonds, yeah. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not doing that. Nope. So, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I have more. I mean, I did. Um, I did forget that I did play the a newer FMV called She Sees Red which mm-hmm. released over our break as well, um, which is an uh, interactive movie. There's really not a lot to say there. It's very fast. It's very action, like, from mm-hmm. the get-go. Very, very short. So if you were looking for, um, you know, an interactive a movie that's got a, a good plot, it, the, its first language is not English. Um, okay. So I do recommend playing the Russian version with the English subtitles because the English dub over... Eh, you know, they tried. Okay. It was fine. Like, it doesn't take to completely away from it, but the actors are clearly not speaking English. So to me, I just, I don't like that vibe. I'd rather just read the subtitles and let them be in their native tongue. Um, I think two playthroughs took me about an hour. Okay. So it's very, very short. If you were looking to just to kill some time with some fun action, um, it does have some gore in it. So I, if you're if you're squeamish... I did kind of look away at one port, a point, and unfortunately, that was when a decision needed to be made. Oh, uh, that's and, no good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, the, the, the bad decision was the one chosen automatically. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I guess that's just what we did in this playthrough. But it mm-hmm. looks like it leads itself to at least three or four playthroughs um, to see all the different stuff that they filmed. But as you know, as an FMV geek, and I don't even think it's that much, um, I like to have people support FMV, so... Right. Go check She Sees Red out if you were looking for uh, just a short one to uh, pass the time that's nice, full, and action-packed and fast-paced. And pay okay. attention. Don't be like me and then miss a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Endure the gore. That's what she Endure saying. the gore. Yeah. Like, it's not ridiculous, but there's a lot of blood and some, you know, if you're just like, ooh, knife scene or something, and you're like, ow, you know, like, it just kind of hurts. Right. <laughs> you know? All right, well, let's talk about some news because we have a little bit of news this week. So, I mean, we're still kind of in that that lull period, but there has been some news. Uh, I'd say the only one big story that we have is actually a mix of old news and new news, which could be olds and news. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Now, if we go back to June, uh, I don't think that this had really hit the big headlines just yet. So this is this might be why we didn't mention it as of yet. Uh, back in June, if you follow the regular news, you may have heard that there are proposed tariffs against China that would have severe impact on the economy, and the gaming industry would be no exception to that. In fact, the impact that this could have was so concerning that Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft sent a joint letter to the Office of the United States Trade Representative expressing their concern about the impacts the tariffs would have on the industry, calling the impact enormous, saying that the disproportionate harm caused by these tariffs to the U.S. consumers and businesses would undermine, not advance, the goals to protect the U.S. intellectual properties, and preserve U.S. high-tech leadership. Mm-hmm. Now, these tariffs could impose a 25% increase in cost of certain goods, with consoles being the most affected that could lead to an estimated $840 million extra paid 
just in the holiday season alone by consumers. Mm-hmm. Now, the impact these tariffs impose could also see negative implications on small developers and even retail stores because who wants to buy that stuff? You know, right. they're going to get hit too. Like we said, the cost will just get passed on to us mm-hmm. to make now, up plans, that difference. Yeah. As of right now, plans on what the companies plan to do outside of pleading to one, uh, the ones responsible is up in the air. Now, from what we've heard, Nintendo is actually considering moving all of their production out of China to avoid the tariffs altogether. While Sony has openly stated that if the tariffs pass, they would be left with no choice to pass the cost along to consumers, meaning that the PlayStation 4 and the yet-to-be-released PlayStation 5 will cost more than they were meant to, leading consumers with the choice to take the hit or avoid purchases altogether. Yeah. See, this is the economics lesson, kids. If Yep, you want an $800 console, mm-hmm. just buy a PC at that point, man. Yeah, no kidding. Now, I guess the, the latter would really have massive damage on the U.S. economy because, like you said, do you want to take that hit or not? And me personally, I'm not going to. I, I couldn't, no. No, I, I would refuse just on merits alone. Yeah, I would want to get it's the new PlayStation 5. You, they could yeah. show me all the great games and how awesome they look, but you know what? I'm not paying that. I refuse. Right. No way. So yeah. if that happens... I guess my gaming days are numbered because I'm not doing it. Or I'll yeah. move to a Switch, <laughs> you know, right. if they're not affected. So Now, would Microsoft be affected as well? Because are they here? Well, they I didn't hear what they were, uh, if they were going to do anything. Like, I couldn't find any news as to what their plans were because, like you said, are they here? I would assume they have factories in China, but I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of like the insides of these, uh, like the components, sure. are usually over there mm-hmm. being built. I mean, regardless know, of, so. I think even w- if Nintendo moved their production facility somewhere else, they would still have tariffs imposed because of computer chips and things like right. that. That they have no, I mean, they they got to get them from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So unless they started building them in house, which will not happen, I mean, what do you do? Who knows? So. Yeah. Yeah, so kids, I mean, we pay always attention. said that regardless with this whole thing that we were going to be the ones paying more anyway. So it's yeah. just, this is, yeah, it's unfortunate, but we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it won't happen, but, you know, I'm inclined to believe negative things at this right. point. I but think that's, that's just me. We're not going to get into that. We're right, exactly. That's a whole other kind of podcast, people. Yep. All right, let's do some quickets. See, we didn't have much news. We just had that one big headline. Oh, wow. Yep. So, uh, Ninja's heading to Mixer. Had did. Or did. He's already had his first stream under his belt. That's right. On August 2nd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so uh, we, we think crazy about that. news, man. You know, I've had a lot of emotions about this, from a knee-jerk reaction to within the first minute of hearing it to letting it marinate and um, and see how it kind of played out for that first entire day, because it's interesting because like I moved to Mixer that most people know like four months ago full time. And I, I streamed on Mixer, what, about a year ago for about four or five months also. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just it was kind of surreal to see Twitter being blown up with Mixer talk 
Because there was still a huge chunk of people that are avid Twitch users, Twitch streamers, Twitch viewers that never heard of Mixer. Yeah. Now they have. And even those that had heard of Mixer was always like, lol, Mixer, like, why would you even bother going to a different platform than Twitch, you know? Um, Now that I've kind of let it marinate, I kind of, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. And I kind of think that Microsoft hopefully has other ones in the bag that they're waiting to release kind of over time um, because... I, I, thankfully, his first stream went off without a hitch because mm-hmm. I, I won't lie. That's kind of always been a thing. Mixer's stability is sometimes very iffy. Like you'll have those days you go live and the video will freeze up or chat will hitch or something like that. because just it's not as massive, right? I think the top streamer, and correct me if I'm wrong, that I've ever seen on the platform would have like maybe 6,000 viewers. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's all, but I'm just saying as far as like Twitch numbers where you have people in the tens of thousands watching a particular streamer that in comparison is much smaller. Sure. So on your first day of having Ninja there, who brings in 30, 40, 50 on a bad day on Twitch, I was scared. I went live yesterday. I actually made the joke with my team and with my community. I was like, if about 2 p.m. my stream just crashes, you know what happened. Ninja went live. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think he uh, had like 30,000 in his chat before he'd even started. And then it capped out about seventy or 80,000 by the time I had left for work. So I don't know what happened after that. So this was, we're saying yesterday, even though I know you're hearing this on Monday, but, you know, we record on Saturday. So Friday was his first stream, August 2nd. Mm-hmm. And apparently it went really well. I was panicking. I was like, oh my God, if he made the switch and all these people came over and the site poops the bed, this is going to be really, really bad for Mixer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just like, I know they've been preparing for this because this is not some last minute thing obviously they've probably been working on this for quite a long time Um, but it went well I think it's actually a good thing I don't know if this will be the the thing that finally starts to catapult real competition to Twitch Mm -hmm. but Twitch has needed some sort of competition for a very 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 long time they've been very complacent because they haven't actually had to do anything to remain at the top Um, And over the last year, with all of the bad press that Twitch has gotten and very little that they've been willing to do about anything to fix it, you just lost millions of dollars. Yeah. Because whether you like or hate Ninja, I still respect his grind. It's not my content. Like, I'm not the audience for it. But man alive, I respect the grind. Mm. He's been very successful. I mean, he's the very first national streamer in a land where none of us know what we're doing. You know, so I think it's a great pull for Mixer. I hope they've got more bigger names in the bag that's getting pulled over. I think this will help breed a little bit more innovation in this industry. And hopefully it'll start making Twitch be a little bit more accountable for the way they deal with contracts with other streamers. Co-Carnage actually is one you should go look up. He said it the most beautifully. He's a large variety streamer on Twitch and he put out a YouTube blip about it. So if you really want to hear a beautifully said how they they enjoyed seeing this happen, I do recommend going to his YouTube and watching it. It's only about three minutes long because it's the most eloquently said um, that I've heard to date about it. But I think it's good. I think it's good. I was at first very knee-jerk reaction, like, oh, my God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that was just me being selfish because we were really happy that Mixer was doing more variety and he's a Fortnite streamer. But also, he mentioned getting back to his roots. 
Ninja was originally a Halo streamer. There is a new Halo game coming. So sure. I think all of this strategy, there, there's, there's things working there. So, oh, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens here. I'm sure he was paid a lot of money. I don't know. But oh, Ninja yeah. might have moved for the same reasons I did, y'all. Like, it may not just be the money. I mean, Twitch was having its problems, and they were just not doing anything about certain aspects that were going wrong with the site and harassment and how people were being treated and how they were Mm -hmm. conducting contracts and who should be banned and who isn't. And it's all about the money and this, that, or the other. I mean, he could have – I mean, he's a family-friendly brand. Yeah, yeah. It could have been hurting his advertisers, too, Mm -hmm. with all the bad press that Twitch – and again, I'm just speculating – but, but still, he might have made that as a business decision for himself, too, because he is a family friendly streamer. And if you, it's a business. Yeah. You know, so the more no. time I've had to think about it, I'm like, you know what? It's, it's a good move for the streaming industry. Let's put it that way. Right. OK. And I good. hope Mixer is doing more. I think I it have would be to, hilarious to grab Lupo or Courage or, you know, like his buddies that he used to stream Fortnite with because they're mm. really huge, too. Yeah, but see, so, yeah, I have I have no dog in the race, so I wanted I was glad that you could shine some light on it and some insight as a I had to marinate on it for a day or so to like yeah. really like see because I mean obviously Twitter was just all a flux for days and I've seen both sides and hearing both sides of the argument and some of them I get um, and some of them I think just people are being petty because we love to build up an individual just to tear them back down later oh, so. Yeah. I tend to ignore those. Oh, it's all about the money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, you know, maybe it is. It's a business, and he's a professional, and that that's what he does, you know? Mm-hmm. And he does it very well, and if you hate that, that doesn't matter. He's really good at what he does. Oh, yeah. He's so, really good. So I mean, good luck to him. Hopefully yeah, I, I it hope will... it's successful for him. I really, really do. I really, really do. I'd say, if anything, the takeaway from where I'm looking, from where I'm standing, is I just want it to benefit streaming as a whole. Right. Like, I don't want it to be something that hurts you or anybody else that I know that streams. I want this to be something that turns out to be beneficial for everybody. Right. So, we'll see. And I think it could be. I think it could be. Because, I mean, for all the negative stuff people say about Ninja, I've never really heard any, like, bad press about him as a human being. Like, I've always heard that he's a very nice guy and he takes what he does very seriously. Yeah, I mean, he's had a few PR flubs here or there. But, again, I think it's mostly just, like, decisions that he's made that other people just don't agree with. So they decide to try to, like, Twitter flame him in the cancel culture that we have going on right now. And uh, all of it is just, yeah, whatever. I mean, that doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it could be good. We saw a lot of new faces on Mixer. So that's the only other thing is just like on day one, there was a flood of new people. And so, I mean, I'm not an expert on it. Like I said, I've been full time there for four months, but uh, very familiar with the platform for about a year. Um, and if you are one of the ones that was considering a switch or now looking at Mixer like a bigger player because that this happened when in the past you wouldn't have even considered it because it was so small, I would just recommend instead of just jumping over, like just do a little research on the platforms because there are small differences between the two um, and it would it make you seem more professional and smarter to go into it knowing what the differences are and how, how the communities operate. Go watch some streams over there first and see if it's something that you like. Don't just jump on the bandwagon um, right. as the saying goes because um, it may still not be a community that fits with what you're, with what you're doing, you know. Um, 
But if all of that's said and done, just do a little bit of research first, figure out how to set up your stuff and integrate yourself with some of the communities and see if you like it. And then if you do, welcome aboard, man. Sure. Welcome aboard. Yeah. All right. There you go. Straight from the horse's mouth. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I might know a little bit about right now, ask me next week. We might have a different tune. I don't know. No. <laughs> but I do. I, I really do wish him success over there. And I hope uh, I hope this goes well for Microsoft. I really do. Because mm. I do love the platform. I haven't regretted my switch from Twitch like I thought I might. You know, you always yeah. have that little bit of, oh, my people. That I, but my hardcore group came over. I, I was very lucky that I have people that enjoyed the content creator and it wasn't just about supporting the platform. So sure. Yeah. So what it should always be. Good luck be Ninja. Cause I know you're listening. Ha ha ha. All right. Uh, what else we got? So last week, Sony announced that it had sold over 100 million PS4 consoles. How about that? Getting in before the tariffs take the hike. Yeah. <laughs> just letting you know. Yeah. I'm like, well, get them now people. Uh, IO Interactive said is said to be working on Hitman 3, mm-hmm. and it will continue to be episodic in nature, which I guess yeah. works. I don't know. I've just not been a big fan of this new I, season it didn't bother of me. Hitman. I don't know why. This last one? I mean, to me, it was another Hitman game. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I enjoyed it, because I've always enjoyed Hitman games. There's been some crappy ones, of course. Mm-hmm. Um I, I had the, the regular amount of fun that I was expecting to have with this last one. I beat it. And, of course, you always take the time to just completely murder everyone in a complete in one specific level of your choosing. And that's always a good time. Uh, and then as soon as I beat it, I yeah, I moved on. I didn't mm-hmm. really do much more with it. Yeah. Um, did you hear that Activision is adding microtransactions into Crash Team Racing in the form of Wumpa coins that you can purchase to, quote, move along your progress. I don't think that I had. I mean, this was a game that is a remake of an old game, and they're inserting microtransactions. Ah, the big debate. Mm -hmm. This is just, it's, well, it's, oh, wait, no, they're not the ones who said it's surprise mechanics, right? So that was No, 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 that was EA, but, yeah. But, yeah, I mean. The way it's going to be from now on out. It so is. we'll have it's not remakes of other games and we'll see it we inserted. We need to make our peace. We need to make our peace with it. And then mm. I guess just put everything on a safeguard. If you have kids that play and sit mm. down and have those conversations with them about what this actually is and that this is real life money and that kiddo, do you like having a roof over your head? Do you like having food in your belly? I am disconnecting PayPal from this account or whatever it is mm-hmm. you need to do. I think that's what it should be. I think there should be, if if they're going to continue down this route, maybe the console makers, not that it should be their responsibility, but maybe parental controls that prevent purchases of any kind. I mean, they should. Oh, they should see, have those. I'm not those. sure because I've never, I don't have kids, so I've never blocked anything. I, I mean, I've got sure kids, but they, 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 don't, they don't have consoles to where they can buy stuff. So okay. I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like that's something that should be put in place. Yeah. Just just saying. Uh, Doom 1, 2, and 3 released on the Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. And uh, also Doom 1 and 2 were available on mobile. I thought that was kind of neat. I don't really? know if I'd go back and play them, but cool, I guess. I, I wonder how to. that plays. Yeah. I mean, they're cheap. 
five bucks, maybe. Nah, that's worth it then, just to give yeah. it a look-see, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. I, I might dabble in it at some point, maybe. Just depends mm-hmm. on the, the mood I'm in. But I don't think I would buy all three at once. I think I would maybe try out one and just say, do I want to play more of this? Is it, is it still as fun as I remember? Because I spent hours upon hours when I was a youth playing Doom. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I don't know if I would still have the same love for it today. Maybe I would. Uh, yeah. No, I think that I never did really play Doom. It's just too fast for me. Sure. <laughs> and since I'm like gunning people down is an iffy thing whether I'm on it or not mm. you know that's pretty much all you do so. yeah yeah so in uh, a bit of surprising announcement the Outer Worlds has been officially announced for the Nintendo Switch yeah I saw that, that uh, that'll be interesting to see yeah I mean I'm glad they're getting it but will it be but it's as- not on release though right I I don't know. I think I thought I saw a blip about it's not going to be on release, but it is coming to the Switch. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, but if you were looking change. forward to playing it, hopefully you'll get the full version and not some downgraded version, but we'll, well see. I'm sure it'll be downgraded a little, right? Yeah. Okay, so this next thing I've got a, I got a beef with, and uh, I'll get to that as I, I get through it. So... Mortal Kombat 11's second DLC character, Nightwolf, uh, is set to release in early access on August 13th with a full combat pack trailer coming on the 21st. Now, they announced or showcased Sindel, or at least pictures of her prior to Nightwolf, and then we haven't seen anything about her since. And they also announced some free DLC skin for Sub-Zero where he's going to look like some... DJ called Dimitri Vegas. I don't know who that is. Yeah. And my big question at this point is like, where are the characters that you promised? I don't want to be one of these Twitter trolls because I've seen them complaining about the same thing, but I can recall when X came out, there were at least there was at least a full combat pack out way before August. The game has been out since April and we've gotten one DLC character? And the second is just now about to drop? I want to know what the deal is. I want some answers. Just, you know, you pay for that stuff. Where are the characters you promised? Mm-hmm. Because I've lost my interest in the game at this point, waiting for new characters. Yeah, that has been a while. Yeah. So Dang. I'm curious. There's not. It's like they're sidestepping the question. And I just, I want an answer. So I'm a little, I'm a little peeved. I, th- I feel like, like I have a right like to be. It's supposed to be a monthly thing, right? That's thought, what I or, thought. Or at least I mean, it, two. I mean, even even with the original game, they had, I think, there was at least two or three combat packs. I want to say there were three. But at least they were released in sections. So it was like combat pack one, you had three characters that were going to be added, and they would be added, you know, say the game came out in April then, the first character came out in June, July, August. So you got all three characters within a month's time. Then the next combat pack took a few more months, but you got them in succession. I don't know why this is not happening. I don't know. I don't know the business, but I just have I have questions. Right. Uh, 
Ghostbusters, the video game remastered, will release on uh, all platforms on October 4th, if you were looking forward to that. But do keep in mind that if you're a PC player, it's uh, Epic Game Store exclusive. I think we're just going to have to get used to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, you know what? While we're on that subject, there was a game. I, I heard about this yesterday. What was it called? Ooblets. Ooblets, yeah. And they were an indie title that took the Epic Game Store exclusivity deal. Yep. And they had a statement that clearly defined the reason you would do this because they're an indie right. developer. So you'd be like, okay, which cool. Makes a, which is when I first heard about this deal with Epic, like before they started you know, buying everything up was I was like, indie devs must love this. They're yeah. finally make a little bit more money. And it makes sense. You know, they, mm -hmm. if anybody needs to benefit from the deal, it's indie devs. Right. So they had their statement. It would have been fine. Let it go. But apparently they took it a step too far and started chastising people who were complaining in the worst possible way. And I'll be honest with you, just some of the stuff I read, I don't want to support yeah. the game now. It, like, yeah. it looked like Shouldn't a game. Shouldn't you be irate about climate change or yeah. something like that, you know? But I think it wasn't that all in one statement. So it wasn't even like it was a rebuttal back and forth. It's like they just decided to cover all of their bases about why people would get angry in one statement. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but the, the most, the, the biggest argument that I am totally in agreement with is that there are a lot of people who apparently paid into their Patreon that Epic Store, still to this date, does not accept certain countries' currency. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that have supported the game throughout that live in one of these countries and are now are asking, well, I can't even play it now. Do I have to buy it? I mean, I, I can't even use this store. And that's very valid if you've had people that's been paying into your Patreon or whatever for – because, I mean, I feel like I've been hearing about this game for a couple of years now. So it's been yeah. in development for a long time. But it was so funny, I, the the response – there was a response to that, by the way, that was on their Discord. Oh, that they don't owe you anything? Yeah, we don't owe you the yeah. game. It's like, dude, wow. what? But I'm if not you, sure if that was a dev. I, I'm very leery of Discord conversations, when, especially when I see them on Twitter. Discord, it's so easy to change your nickname, yeah. change your picture, take a screenshot, and falsify these things. I'm not saying it didn't happen, mind you. I'm not yeah. in their Discord. I have no idea. I'm not even sure who the devs' names are as far as Discord nicknames. But I'm always very leery when I see Discord conversations being posted because it is just so easy to change your name and look mm -hmm. like someone else. Yeah. So I, I, you know. just just from where I'm standing, all the stuff that I heard, even without the Discord comment, I just I don't want to support that dev if they're going to act like that. You it know? did seem kind of just too harsh too quickly. Yeah. From what I was reading. Like, I feel like they would have been fine if they just explained that they went to Epic Store. We're an indie team, you know, being able to keep more of the money to keep the game in development, keep our lights on. I feel like, yeah, they were still going to be those people who are going to hate and trash on the Epic Store. But and I think people this, would have understood a little bit more. Yeah. But at know? this point, I mean, it's it's common practice now. People are going to do that. Why even engage in it? Just be like, hey, look, we, we have to... 
you know, make some money. We're, we're working on this game. We're working hard on it. And we, we would like to see a little bit of profit from it. So that's why we did it. Right. And once people start saying, well, F you, man, you got to be on Steam. Just be like, sorry. You no, know, we're, we're looking out for yeah, us. Like, yeah. So I gotta apologize. But, you know, the game's there. You can play it. Yeah. But so, this is what yeah, we need so to I do guess for those us. Poor people who are, I don't know why Epic still doesn't accept certain currency. I don't know why they still don't have a freaking shopping cart. Yeah, they got problems. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Nolan North stated that he was blown away by the seamless transition from end game cinematics to gameplay in Marvel's Avengers. Oh, yeah. Right. So I guess that's something to look forward to about the game. If people are but that, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk more about that later. Well, we'll get into that anyway. Uh, Troy Baker. If we can afford on. the PS5 that it'll seamlessly move over. <laughs> yeah. To. No loads. Uh, and while we're also on the subject of voice actors, Troy Baker stated that The Last of Us Part 2 is the most ambitious game Naughty Dog has ever made. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. So I'm curious to know what he means by that. Yeah. Not to say that the game did not seem uh, fun or what we saw of it didn't seem... But there was something about it that didn't seem all that different, if you kind of follow me. Like, yeah. I felt like it was an, a Last of Us game. Not to say that it didn't look great. I'm just... I'm, I'm stating that it like looked... like the storytelling is pushing boundaries that we yeah. haven't done in a game before. Mm-hmm. Did they really come up with some sort of new mechanic we've never tried in a game? Right, so yeah. I don't know what that means, but it's a bold statement, and I'm curious to to find out what he means. I feel like it's still going to be good, so we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, until I'm we... still excited for it, even yeah, though yeah. now we're waiting a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And finally, the writer of the upcoming Mortal Kombat movie, he was uh, rather chatty last week. He has been sound, like the sound bites, so many things that he said. Like he said that the movie will have... Quote, a lot of familiar faces, which worries me. Because if you've seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation. (sighs) No. That's all I'm going to say about that. I've not. Don't. Don't waste your your two hours or whatever the hell. You will be. Uh, However long it was. Yeah, it was. Feels much longer than it is. Uh, He also said that the movie will earn its R rating. He said that the game will ha- or the movie will have game accurate fatalities. It will not repeat the originals. And this was this was something I actually read this morning. He said he compares the tone of the film to Deadpool, which I don't know how to take. So like sarcastic comedy? Yeah, so I was just like so when did I mean I know that there are moments in Mortal Kombat, especially here lately, where they've kind of... And like with Johnny Cage, right? He's always been kind of... Yeah. I guess witty like that. Overall, the tone has been fairly serious, just with, you know, snarky little one-liners here and there. So, I don't know how to take that. Now, while we were gone... I mean, if you had Bruce Campbell in it... Yeah, maybe. But who would he play? (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Okay, now, while we were away, since we're already talking about this, while we were away, filming has begun in Australia. Uh, James Wan is producing, and some guy named Simon McQuoid? McQuoid? Mm -hmm. McQuoid? It's a weird name. That guy. Uh, 
I don't know who he is. Uh, I guess I could have looked him up on IMDb, but I did not. But he's directing whoever he is. And uh, the movie is set for a release date of March 5th, 2021. Plus, actor Joel... Joe... I don't know why I was trying to say Joel. Joe... Because <laughs> you're talking about Last of Us, maybe? Yeah. Taslam? That looks right. Uh, Joe Taslam, uh, he uh, might be known to some people from being in movies like Fast and Furious 6 and The Raid. He's not to me because I've never seen him. Uh, he's uh-huh. been cast as Sub-Zero. Now, I've seen a picture of the man, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I like that. So, I'm happy about that. Okay. It's better than some French stuntman that was playing him in the first one. Just saying. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for some Truth to Trash? Let's do it. We've only got two, but I feel like they're pretty good. All right. First one. The two remaining characters to be released in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate are a male and female version of the Monster Hunters and the Doom Slayer. Who's Doom Slayer? From Doom. Why do I? The, the, the oh, guy, okay. The I was like, that's like. The Doom guy. In, in, in Mario Brothers? I'm going to say trash. Okay. I don't know why that doesn't make sense in my head. That's fair. I mean, Probably I feel everyone's like. everyone's laughing with, at me right now. I'm going. I feel like with the Doom like, Slayer, if that would have been a good one to release when the games showed up on the Switch, like the, the yeah. original three that we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Okay, trash. Yeah. All right, now here's a, here's a really good one. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this one. Okay. A sequel is in development for the Order 1886. I didn't know the first one did really, really, really well. It did not. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything these days. I get that. You know what? True. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the only reason it really didn't do well is because people complained that it was too short for the amount of money that you spent on it. But if you yeah. looked at the game... It's I never played it. I've seen gameplay of it. Yeah. Like I knew some streamers and stuff who played it and watched them, but... I mean... I don't know that I... I, I guess I can understand where people are coming from when you're just like, man, the game was like... I think it was essentially like a four-hour game at most. But and what was it on launch? It was on uh, PlayStation 4. No, I mean, like, how much was it on launch? Oh, fifty nine ninety nine. Oh. Yes, it was full price. But the... I thought it was worth it because it wasn't a cheaply made game. I mean, this was a very cinematic game. Now, I think that's the other problem people had was because it was cinematic. Because there were chapters mm-hmm. that were essentially just cutscenes. So there was yeah. no gameplay. But it was pushing a narrative. So I can I can see both sides of it, but it was a very well made game. Yeah. So I don't know. I didn't feel like I really. Wasted I don't know. I don't money. usually equate value with length. Like I'm just not the the person who who does that. Right. Um, Sixty bucks though does seem a bit high. I feel like forty would have been its sweet spot. All right. Let's move on to some weird news. Let's do that. Uh. Well, I've only got one. Did you know that according to a recent study, couples who game together are likely to remain together? Aww. 
CenturyLink. You would almost think the opposite. <laughs> CenturyLink did a survey involving 1,000 people that showed one in three couples between the ages of 18 to 24 saw improvements in their relationship due to gaming. A senior associate therapist from the Chicago Center of Relationship Counseling stated that the or that gaming can be therapeutic as the couple can share challenges and joint problem solve while working toward a common goal. Even competing with one another helps foster intimacy between people due to it being a shared activity. So, if you're looking to build a stronger relationship, you can whip out your Mario Kart right now or maybe wait and surprise her on her birthday with Garfield Kart Furious Racing coming soon to PC and consoles. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I hope it releases on a Monday. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got for that. I don't have anything for... I'd buy that for a dollar. There was nothing to buy. There's always something to buy, but there wasn't this week. So let's move on yeah. to some release dates. There's quite a few. Not as many as there usually is, but there's a few. That's summer. Uh, August 6th, we have Gravity Ghost Deluxe Edition for PlayStation 4, Age of Wonders, Planet Fall for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC, Metal Wolf Chaos XD for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, Guacamelee 1 2 Punch Collection for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch, The Angry Birds Movie 2 VR Under Pressure PSVR, uh, Darksiders 2 Death, Death Infinitive. Death Infinitive? Sure. Death Infinitive Edition. Um, sounds good. Yeah, for Nintendo Switch. And DC Universe Online for Nintendo Switch. August 7th, The Forbidden Arts for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. Must Dash Amigos for Xbox One. Damsel for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. August 8th, we have Subdivision Infinity DX for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Doling's Invasion for Nintendo Switch. Pillars of Eternity, Complete Edition for Nintendo Switch, and Wonder Boy Returns Remix for PC. On August 9th, we have Turok 2 Seeds of Evil Remaster. That was a pretty good game that I kind of don't remember. Anyway, for Nintendo Switch. Tactics 5 Obsidian Brigade for Nintendo Switch. Oh, God, here's another one. Taimamari. I nailed that. Taimamari. Yeah, I totally know that. (laughs) For Nintendo Switch, and welcome to Hanwell for Nintendo Switch. Then, for PlayStation Plus, for the month of August, we have Wipeout Omega Collection and Sniper Elite 4, coming out on August 6th for the entire month of August. Nice. And Xbox Games with Gold, you have Gears of War 4 from August 1st to 31st. Forza Motorsport 6, August 16th through September 15th. Torchlight, which will be also on the Xbox 360, August 5th, or 1st through the 15th, and Castlevania Lords of Shadows, Xbox 360, August 16th through the 31st. <sighs> Good there job. we are. Now, we were going to play, name that game, but I, I did not have time to compile a proper game, so we're just going to bypass it today, which I, I hate, but we we actually do okay. need to get into our headliner because what we're talking about today is what we missed while we were away because holy was, crap right yeah there was some news that happened while we were away so i've kind of compiled usually it. july is so dull yeah usually 
So I just compiled everything as kind of some quickets. So we'll just kind of go through the headlines, and if we've got something to say about it, we'll we'll do it. If not, then we'll just kind of pass it along. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. So, so the first, July in review. Yeah, pretty much. So the first thing I've got here is uh, Nintendo confirmed that Switch model that we had talked about rumors of. It's a Switch oh, Lite, which is what they're calling, which is basically mm-hmm. a handheld switch yeah handheld only switch no i guess would be the proper uh it limits certain capabilities from what i've heard like there are certain games you wouldn't be able to play on it i guess the ones that use oh. the joy cons or need the joy cons oh, for yeah, motion control they're, they're fixed to it right so yeah yeah so but it's supposed to have a better battery life so if that's yeah. that's your thing maybe so there you go yeah. I don't know if I would get one. I've never been a huge handheld person. So, and again, I, I don't have a switch or anything. So I, I, I don't know if this news was going to excite me one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it almost seems like you're better off with a switch. Cause what's the difference in price? Is there, I know what? there's a, there's a small decrease. I would probably say if I had to guess 50 bucks, Yeah. but I'm not going to swear to that. I don't have it in front of me, but you know, I yeah. don't know. You, yeah. you might prefer that, but I feel like since the Switch does both, I would just get a Switch, but... Yeah, I mean, it... I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I would just like... I, I, that, that's like, that's ah. all I can say about it. I, I feel like the Switch moves with you, too. So if you got I, the extra 50 bucks, just get the, the full version, and you can take that on the go, too. Yeah. There's battery banks, people, that you can bring with you. I mean, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> It just seems like it would be the better way to go, but some yeah. people are, they're just, that's, that's what okay. they want. Yeah. So, that's whatever. Totally fine. Um, it was confirmed that Marvel's Avengers will be in its own universe, which kind of squashes hopes of a Marvel video game universe. I think people were kind of hoping Spider-Man from the PlayStation 4 would make a cameo appearance. Okay. That is gone. I just squashed uh, the game is also confirmed to have a loot rarity system, which makes me, because eh, I just feel like that's saying microtransactions. Yeah, you know, we keep trying to find new fancy words for mm-hmm. it so that people aren't taken off guard by it. But we'll see. Uh, and it's also supposed to have a crazy branching story. Crazy. Could have raised the man. That's what they said. Crazy. So we'll, well I see. can't wait to hear about it. I'm still apprehensive of this game. I don't want to be, but just from what I've seen thus far, I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Sony I want it said, to be good for those who want it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, Sony said all consoles going forward from PlayStation 5 on will push PlayStation Now, which I guess is... Makes sense. Yeah. It's their and thing. <laughs> also, and you you kind of touched on this earlier, an analyst threw out a wild prediction that the PlayStation 5 will cost $800. Ooh, yeah. And now, is this with the uh, tariffs in no, mind? Or, no, this oh, was before shit. the tariffs. I don't think Sony would do that. I feel like that's suicide. You saw the backlash for the $600 PlayStation 3. Yeah, Why but there were still those that? idiots paying 15 k for it on like eBay and stuff, which I still, for the life of me, can't even understand. You must just have too much money yeah. to know what to do with. But 
holy crap, man. I don't Gamers know. Gamers are just kind of poor, are we not? I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe that's just the circle I run in. <laughs> I mean, sure. You know, I... I mean, go ahead, uh, run with that price tag and see how much, how many consoles you sell. I feel like because... people will still figure it out. Because, I mean, honestly, if, I, if I'm being real here for a second, like, if you go to, like, Comic-Cons and uh, those people are not rich, they'll have, like, three or four VIP badges around their head and swag bags coming out. Like, they'll save for this, man. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that it'll fly off the shelves like it would with a more reasonable price tag, but I, I'm sure they'll make some sales. I sure. don't think they'll break records like they have in the past. Um, but I, I love that I went to Comic-Con is like our base comparison to gamers. But like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I know that, you know, those people are not well off and they'll save all year to get their hotel room to travel to these things, to buy thousands of dollars worth of merch, to buy. I mean, those VIP basses can be three, four, five hundred dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Save now, I guess, if you're one of those that's like, I'm getting it regardless day one. Yeah, I mean, you might have to. Uh, a new Nino Cooney game is in the works, which is kind of cool, I guess. If you, yeah. Did you ever play that? I did not. Well, I didn't feel like it would be in your wheelhouse, but it was fun. It was yeah. Fun. And it was gorgeous, gorgeous looking game, so I would I keep trying to it. branch out, but again, long games, man. I gotta, I gotta assess, yeah, gotta that assess was, my love for it. Yeah, that was one of those RPGs. I don't want to. I don't want to compare it to something like Final Fantasy, but I guess it would be the fair comparison. But I don't. The I, I know I spent a lot of time on it. I just don't okay. think it was a massive amount, like a Final Fantasy game would. I don't think I spent a hundred hours on it. Let's just say that. Okay, we'll work with that. Um, yeah, still a lot. <laughs> Bernie Sanders has his own Twitch channel now. I know. which i think is good like he you know everyone always wants to like cut him down just for his age or something but dude he connects with young people so well so almost better than a lot of the other ones on the stage right now that's competing for this and that's a good way to get to there i mean aoc went on someone's twitch channel too right so Mm -hmm. like they they know where the young kids are going that's right so i give him I give him props for knowing. I think he's just doing like rallies and stuff. Like he's not standing there just like talking to the camera or anything like that. I haven't watched one, but I feel like that was what I heard. Because I do watch a political streamer on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And I I feel like it's like if he goes to rallies and stuff like that, they have a crew that'll feed it to the Twitch channel. Oh, the young people. I am going to play Fortnite right now. (laughs) Wouldn't that be kind of funny? (laughs) That would be hilarious. You know, Bernie getting on with Dr. Lupo now since Ninja's no longer on Twitch. And he could use he could use Fortnite as metaphors. He's like, you see what I'm doing right here with this guy? What I'm doing when I shoot him? Every that is time me. he has the slurry. Think of that like health care. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't find the health care. <laughs> you go over there. Oh, my God. We just created a skit for someone. We have no idea. We did. We'll have to own it before someone else gets it. Anyway, uh, rumors about Red Dead Redemption 2 DLC surfaced that said it was going to be released next year featuring aliens, but I kind of feel like I also read that it got debunked. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know that. I'm not going to swear to I haven't been following it. it anymore at all. I no just, zombies, eh? Well, see, I, I did hear zombies. Maybe the zombies got squashed. I don't remember. Because they did zombies in the last one. Yeah. That's why aliens. Why not do aliens? 
want to say aliens. I don't, I don't know. I think it's all very weird. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like that's just the worlds don't match up, but it's they fine. Uh, speaking of aliens, a rare Atari game called Extraterrestrials, Terrestrials, Terrestrials. Here we go. Uh, went on sale on eBay. I'm I'm gonna assume for ninety thousand dollars. Yeah. That sink in. Okay. I'm sure it wasn't even a good game. Well, that's a thing. Yeah. I don't know what to... And someone bought it, eh? I'm going to assume, yeah. Okay. All right. Well... It goes back to your thesis on people spending money that they just... Piss it away for. Just t- I I want to know what that's like. I, I just have too much money in my pocket right now. It's the most expensive, ridiculous thing I can get off the internet. Mm-hmm. Sold. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I envision them sitting around with I their just... top hat and monocles, <laughs> telling their butlers to go buy the most ridiculous thing they see on the internet that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for them, I guess. Perhaps I don't even know why it's <laughs> rare. I don't know. Uh, Is it like a gold know, cartridge or something? I don't know. Yeah. Did you know that Wario is apparently the best character to use in Mario Kart according to science? Science? Yeah, science proved it somehow. How did science prove it? I'm good. I'm and gonna, why did science have nothing else to do that day? Don't know. I mean, the cure for <laughs> cancer is not important. You we know, gotta, we gotta but know. But Wario, yeah, we gotta I mean, know. I guess this. they need a break too from all the doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. Wario is the best character. Bar none. Science. I like the science things. EA Access made its way onto the PlayStation Four for five dollars a month. So if you want to go work over there with their. Um, What's what's the term again? Work over there with their what? Their um, surprise, surprise mechanics. mechanics. Yeah, give them five bucks and you can play all the surprise mechanics you want for five dollars a month. And more. And more. Marvel's Spider-Man on the PlayStation Four got some Far From Home suits because people are still playing the game. Apparently, I went back hey, just to look at the though. suits. That's you know. true. I mean, I, mean I, I don't really know what more I can do in the game, but I was like, oh, okay. Is there like the an suit? insane plus, plus, plus mode? I, I mean, at this point, that's what it would really have to be, but I don't know if I'd go back and... I beat the game yeah. twice, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. You'd don't, probably don't have to wrong. wait a few years to try to forget a little bit of it before yeah. you wanted to dive back in. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a great game, but... Mm-hmm. But I played it. I played it twice. <laughs> yeah. it and even the second Been time through... That. The second time through, I didn't do everything. It was just like story mode only. It was just, mm-hmm. I didn't unlock anything. <laughs> and just like, nope, story. Focus story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remedy Entertainment acquired the publishing rights for Alan Wake. How does that make you feel? Yeah. I Yeah, I had heard about that. Which, uh, side note, apparently uh, Alan Wake and, it, oh crap, what was the other game? It's free on the Epic Store right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember... Did I have some? Now I've forgotten what For the For Honor. Is. For Honor. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Free Just as a side sword. note. Um, if you've not played Alan Wake and want to play it for free, now, now you can if you pick it up, I guess, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see that. Sure. See what's going to happen there. I've never played it, but I've heard good things. 
I played it. I, I did like it. I mean, I was one of those that um, followed it way early on in its development because I was a huge fan of Matthew Peretta growing up, and he is the main voice actor for Alan Wake, or he is the voice actor for Alan Wake. Um, and then I was one of those that was disappointed when it finally went, I think, Xbox only for a while. So I was like, well, I guess I'm never going to get to play it. It was like six years in development, dude. Wow. Um, and then finally came out. Yeah, it seemed like there must have been a lot of internal issues getting that game done. So it didn't, I don't think it fully fleshed out to the game that they were initially anticipating it to be. But I still think it was a lot of fun. Well, yeah. we'll see if uh, anything happens from it. Uh, the upcoming DLC for Cuphead called The Delicious Last Course will release in 2020. And also a Netflix animated series based on the game was announced. Yeah. I don't I'll know how I feel about that. that. I, I think it could be fun. I, I don't know. Be... Netflix has been kind of killing it with original programming. So yeah. like so far they they haven't disappointed in the stuff that I've taken a chance on and watching. Um, yeah, I think it could be fun. I'll definitely give it a look-see. I'm I'm curious. I think more from the animation standpoint, like what style. Hopefully, it remains true. Yeah. Are you going to? Like it's got to stay the same. Yeah. If you're going to emulate that, that's amazing. If you can, but at the same time, I, well, don't I mean, know it can be done. I mean, sure. just ask the developers. Mm-hmm. But I mean, also, they made it into a full game. <laughs> what would what would the tone of the animated series be? Is this going to be like a kids' cartoon? Is it going to be more adult oriented? Because the game story is. Not, I don't want to say it's adult only, but it does have some more adult themes to it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, hopefully they stay true to form. I just yeah. hope they stay true to what the game was, and then I guess more story or mm-hmm. however. I'll be interested to see how they do it for sure. Yeah. So hopefully the developing team is in on it though. Like, yeah, don't uh, be that person I, who just like buys the rights to it and then goes screws it up, Monster Hunter World, and then we have <laughs> something different than you know what it was. So right. Uh, <laughs> while we're speaking of Netflix, they released the first trailer and images for the Witcher series, which it looks so good. It really does. It really does. So. He does look like he's nailing Geralt. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, the tone and everything. I know there was very little in there, but, like, oh, my God, it does look really good. I, was, I wasn't I was sure if that was going to be my bag, because I never read the books. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to watch it now. Oh, I yeah. I definitely want to see sure. it. It looks great. I was Solid. I was trying to pinpoint the characters, like, trying to remember who was who, because there mm-hmm. was some, the older guy, the older witcher talking to Geralt. I couldn't remember his name for the life of me, but I remember him. I was like, oh, that's the guy who's, is, I don't want to say his mentor, but maybe it's his mentor. I don't remember. I just remember there was a guy. Yeah. But I couldn't remember who his his name specifically. I've so. honestly only played the first game from start to finish. Tried the second one. It didn't age well. And then some of the third, but it was just, again, it got to that. I was at the age then where I'm like, this is too long. I don't know how to, you know. So... If it's good enough, you can power through it. And that was one of those I spent a lot of time on. Well, I think Todd and I were in agreement on that one where we both like wandered off too early. Mm-hmm. And like the one area was so overpowered for what my level was and I couldn't understand. I'm like, I'm just trying to get to this next quest thing. How? I mean, this isn't fair that I'm getting floored. So I just need to get to there. And then I think it was just out of frustration that I'm like, you know what? I got other games to play. <laughs> like I'm just I'm You got to you got to treat it like an RPG. You got to you got to build your stats, then move forward. 
Well, I felt like I was following the quest, but I guess maybe I needed to do other side stuff to level up first. I don't know. Mm. Maybe I just wasn't in the right frame of mind at the time that I sat down to play it and got too frustrated too early. And That I could attest to because I think I did pick it up prior to the time I actually got into it. And it was just mm-hmm. like, I don't know about this. So I set it aside. And then I came back to it and I was like, all right, let's 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 give the old college let's try do and this. do it right. Yeah. And then I got... I started to understand the mechanics, how it worked, and it was like, all right, I got this game now. And then I spent hours and hours and weeks and weeks and a few months <laughs> playing it. Uh, what else I got? Oh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie was reportedly delayed again, yet, yet no word confirming or denying has been said. I think there was a tweet that popped up, and it was like, no, 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 no. And then disappeared. Uh, Delete! Delete! I don't know if it's true. So we'll see. Uh, Also, I don't know. I'm not one that's like heavily anticipating it. So when it comes out, it comes out in my mind, you know? (laughs) Also, Jim Carrey was quoted last week saying that he was unsure whether or not the redesign will be good or bad. (laughs) Oh, so he doesn't even know what's going on. Well, I'm sure his part's done, right? Yeah. So now they're just just sitting around waiting for redoing all of sonic scenes i'm so, sure aka the whole movie i guess i don't i'm sure people ask him you know during press oh god or, it's like what do you know about all sonic he's like i i don't know i would i just yeah, film yeah. my parts man i cashed my check man um my I'm part's done, done. Mm-hmm. i'll show up for the premiere and that's it now the last three that i've got Last three bits, uh, I kind of expanded on them outside of just regular headlines because there's a there's a little bit more meat in there to them. Um, mm-hmm. Zachary Levi, who people may know best as Shazam now, but will always be Chuck to me. Have you right. have you seen either or? I've seen some of Chuck. I never was one that like watched it from start to finish, but I I remember catching episodes here or there, and it was fun. It was fun. I don't know why I never watched it. I don't know either. I'm, you know, I'm a little disappointed through, now. But you know, I guys, know I've been told by a couple of people I need to go back and do that. And now guy, that most of my shows are still in hiatus. Yeah, I the should. guy is. Um, he's just so damn charming. He's. I mean. I mean, just, I've heard even in real life, like he's just like a stand-up dude. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that's one of the draws of the show for me was him because it was like yeah. I like this guy. I want. I want. I'm rooting for this guy at all times because. Never once do you waver about rooting for this guy. You're just like, I love Chuck. He is such a great yeah. guy. He's just, see, I love this guy. I, I need to go watch succeed. it. I need to go watch it. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's off topic. Anyway, uh, he expressed interest in taking the role of Nathan Drake in the Uncharted film if Tom Holland doesn't work out. Now, I don't think he was implying anything. I think he was just expressing interest that he would like to do it if something should happen. Okay. I mean, are they about the same age? Because I thought the biggest reason why they went with Tom Holland is because they're starting much earlier in Nathan right. Drake's no, life no. prior to the games. Yeah, they're they're not anywhere close in age. I think Zachary yeah. Levi is kind of my age. Okay. So... I mean, still young, but like I thought that, you know, there, there was a specific reason why they were going after a, an age group of actors when they were casting. Because right. it's going to be like way early. But also you can kind of argue the point that if Tom Hollins doesn't work out, then you can just go modern day and then make it Nathan Drake. Now, 
Or they could just cast another young kid, an unknown. You know, sometimes that works out the best for these kind of things to cast an unknown actor. Sure. Now, do I think, as far as look goes, I don't know if he has the look, but as far as the Nathan Drake charm, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You think? Oh yeah. He he could nail that. But look wise, no, he's he's because you have that, that vision of uh Nathan Fillion. Have in mind what we think yeah, Nathan Drake looks like, yeah. That's where you go. Mm-hmm. But I would be okay with it if it happened, but I'd Again, I don't think he's implying anything. I think he's just, just trying to put his name in yeah, the ring, kind of like, like how uh, Nathan Fillion did. Like, hey, yeah. by the way, look what I, I would do this. I'm a little disappointed because he would have been amazing at mm-hmm. it too. I get why they did what they did, but he would have been a freaking awesome Nathan Drake dude. <laughs> but hey, at least we got that short film. We, we got did, that out and there, it was so. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what would have been the weirdest of weird news throughout the month of July? I feel. It seems that the Russian Deputy Defense Minister, Andrei Kartopolov, mm, mm-hmm. he's um, under the impression that Hideo uh, Kojima's Metal Gear series is a collection of projects used by the U.S. intelligence services to manipulate the public consciousness with the primary target being young people. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and- I mean that's he said that. It's a yeah. thing. I don't I don't know that I have a response. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe the Russians? Uh, do I, uh there's, you know, that whole end of it where I'm like, no, but um has Hideo Kojima um responded? I, I don't think he do did. No. Oh, okay, cuz that would have been interesting for him to just like all his responses, what now? Yeah. <laughs> and then that's the whole article. Sure. <laughs> yeah it was just an odd statement yeah just, i mean where did where did you come up with this hypothesis i don't know i don't know i mean had he played even the games i don't know i don't know uh and the biggest story that i could find that we missed actually had to do with a class action lawsuit against nintendo regarding the switch's joy con controllers It seems there were complaints filed against the company stating that the controllers were defective, or at least some of them were defective. They were causing drift problems while people were playing. Oh, okay. And Nintendo seemingly did jack shit about it. So, that prompted the lawsuit. Yeah. And after the lawsuit was filed, there was an internal memo that surfaced from Nintendo stating that all Joy-Cons were to be repaired free of charge no matter what, Pretty much to just say, no, oh, no, let's get this, let's get this clear. Let's, let's. Like that should have, like, should have happened in the first place. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, as That's far as I know. Because usually they always have pretty decent news for Nintendo. I mean, I know they've always had, like, the weird stuff with, like, copyrights and stuff with people, like, putting up parts of their game and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> you know. Oh, well. But as far as I know, right. I don't know if the lawsuit was dropped after that, but we'll see. Because yeah. I feel like if they're if they're honoring warranties, and they said you know even if the warranty's out of date or d- doesn't matter, just fix it free, mm-hmm. then yeah. they're not you know the lawsuit's really not going to have a leg to stand on because then they can just be like, well, we're fixing it. It's free. Yeah, there it is. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's all the news we missed. 
Why we was, uh, there was quite a good amount. And I'm sure that there was more, but I was really looking at the interesting stuff, not Fortnite yeah, season like the 10 headlines. or whatever. Oh, yeah, I think that happened. It did. So we're yeah. not going to get into that. But yeah, that was yeah. that was all of our news. And uh, that's that's our show. Hey, that's a pretty good packed show, though, man. Yeah, I mean, we, we covered a lot. And we even Content. cut out some stuff. So uh, I think we did pretty good. Yeah. But hey, everyone, why don't you hit us up on Twitter sometime at SuperMegaCrash or maybe send us an email at SuperMegaCrash at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram to view our weekly icon art. This one is uh, pretty good, I think. Uh, support the show by pressing a like button, leaving reviews on your preferred platform, and even going to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions. Tell your friends to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and even youtube.com slash pencil paper productions. You're getting so good at rattling that off. I am. It's like just no stutters whatsoever. It's it's like a it's a rhythm. <laughs> but anyway, thank you all so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I am Lacey Finley. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.